Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, it's Hyrule versus Hyrule versus Hyrule. We're ranking the Zelda overworlds. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, and I'll tell you why, Patrick. We have really set ourselves a task tonight. Yes. We're going to be ranking all of the overworlds from all of the Zelda games, and we have a great guest to help us do it. That's right. Matt Acevedo has returned to the show to help us with this thing. But before we get to that... And we will get to it. We will, we promise. Yes. It's not all going to be preamble. The more I talk, it's going to be preamble. Mm -hmm, That's right. (laughs) This show's about, uh, actually, I would say as far as shows go, we spend very little time on preamble. It's true. I like to think that we are very good at not taking a segment that isn't about anything and just stretching it out. I think we should congratulate ourselves on doing so. Mark, we are now shaking hands (laughs) because we are very good at just getting to the point and not dwelling on nonsense. And getting to the point is what people like about this show. To get to the point. You can borrow my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. All you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. And then you can uh, play it for as long as you want or don't want. You send it back. Mm-hmm. Postage is paid both ways. Both ways, it's baby. the perfect program that continues to go on because people actually send the game back. Which is a small miracle in and of itself. Speaking of small miracles, we would like to see your small miracles, your Super Mario Maker 2 levels. Because um, the effort it goes into making one of those. Yeah, would it be your SMM2Ms? Your Super Mario Maker 2 Miracles is what we want to see. Uh, Look, I think every Super Mario Maker 2 level is a little miracle, don't you? And every acronym is a little miracle as well. I agree with that completely. Email those to us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com or tweet at us at NinCart Society so we can play those levels and curse your name for being so difficult. Um... Uh, Mark, uh, Terry, no further. Is that what you believe we should do? I mean, it's what this show is known for. (laughs) All right, let's get to it. From Hit Points and the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, we've got Matt Acevedo here with us today. Oh, hey, thanks for having me, you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing it. What an intro. That was cool. I think you are the guest who's been on the show the most at this point. Yeah, this is your third appearance, right? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's my third. I thought Ryan Mogi had it for sure. Oh, no, Ryan Mogi's got you tied up. (laughs) Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, and she did two that one time. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) I was on the stage shaking hands, getting the key to the city. Right. And I was did my own, was it on my own demise. Now you, you should reveal that the envelope says Ryan Mogi. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You'll be back on. You'll be back on. That PA is gonna get fired for sure. Oh, totally. <laughs> uh, but you are you are here for a very important reason. Yeah. Uh, it's because tomorrow, if you're listening to this today, it comes out, which, which of, of course, course you, you are. are. Um, uh, the, the Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. No, wrong. Link's Awakening <laughs> is out. You can play it on Switch. And it looks adorable. It looks so cute. Yeah, man. I uh, uh, I can't wait. And the, the amiibo comes out, and it's like a little 
He's so cute. Little, little Christmas ornament. D- look, I, I don't own a lot of Amiibos myself, but doesn't it feel like a missed opportunity that it's just Link and it's not literally yeah. every character in <laughs> oh, that game? Right. I, I feel like though I feel like they, they gotta release some. Chain they Chomp release them, right? with a bow? Yeah. Oh. oh. Octo even the Octolink. They're all so know? cute in this game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, Octo Rock. Octo Rock. <laughs> I want it all. Like, give me, give me Sail, the, uh, uh, the crocodile who wants your bananas. Yeah. Or will give you bananas for uh, uh, dog food. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. Yeah, or, uh, or uh, oh my gosh, uh, Mario 2, uh, bad guy. Wart. 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 Yeah, Wart. Justice for Wart. Yep. Because he's in this game. Yeah, yeah, he is. And he ranks somewhere on our list of um, Nintendo villains. That's I, right. I forget where. <laughs> I, I'm going to say the middle. Probably below King K. Rule. Uh, above King K. Rule. I've had <laughs> I enough. I don't know that that's true. I've had enough. I actually of don't King know that K. that's Rule true. Apologizing. Okay, so one of the things that I uh, that we I think all really like about Link's Awakening is the world is uh, amazing. Yeah. Right. The world of the of Koholin Island is a super compelling little piece of that game. Now there are a lot of overworlds in the Zelda franchise. Mm-hmm. We're going to rank them all today, which means we have to discuss some terms gentlemen that's okay. right and first just laying the ground rules yes that we leave here friends yes. no matter right. what happens that's right right two things are true one is that we leave as friends no matter what happens and the second is that we must reach a consensus that's right and the, like these. there and can the, be no dissent and the third is that it's definitive yes, yes. that's right and you guys have done so many, and it's like, it's, it's going to get published into a book one day, I swear. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> going to collect our definitive list. Yeah. <laughs> um, I look forward to not reading that book. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> all right. So the, I, the thing that we need to discuss, I think, first and foremost, is that there are some of these games that include multiple overworlds. Yes. Right? Um, and I think some of them are perhaps more justified as a separate world than others. Um, so let's talk about some of those and whether or not we want to include them. Okay. Um, I, yeah, that's a great place to start, man. So, uh, you know, we got to talk about, yeah. So the, I think that's a The Twilight no-no. Realm. Uh, Personally. Okay, Matt, Matt says maybe no Twilight Realm. I know. I'm, I'm actually wondering, looking at this, I'm wondering if we're, we went about this a little bit the wrong way. Oh, good. Where, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, no. So what, what we did is, mm-hmm. because of course we are representing worlds by Amiibo. Yes. yes. But I'm wondering if what actually makes sense for is for us to be talking, ranking like the worlds of each game. game right? Mm, so like Twilight Princess would be the high rule of Twilight Princess, but it would also include talking the about Twilight the Twilight Realm. Realm and which one of, you know, like which like I guess game has the strongest overworld. I don't know that that's true. That's I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. Sure. Well, yeah. and you know, right now we've got um a Hyrule that is the Hyrule from Zelda 1 and Zelda 2, even though, like, they're different maps in the game, but, like, the original Zelda 1 is part of the Zelda 2 map. Mm-hmm. Like, the southwest corner is the map from Zelda 1. And technically, there's a lot... I, I mean, less in a less explicit way than Zelda 1 and 2, where, like, it literally is just part of the map. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of these, right, the mythology of them is that they either were part of Hyrule right. or they, like, butt up right against it. Like, the uh, worlds from uh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, they're all, like, they're neighbors yeah. of Hyrule, yeah. right? right? So they, or, like, um, what, or like Hytopia. Yeah. Or, like, stuff like that. Like, Hytopia used to be part of Hyrule or maybe... 
was used to not be part of Hyrule, but then it got uh, annexed no. by Hyrule or something. It's all... <laughs> So There's he, a lot of politics. Here's what I think we should uh, let guide us on this. Okay. okay. Is we should follow where we have interest and passion. So if we are talking about them and we realize that we're not that invested in, say, the Twilight Realm or Low Rule or the Dark World, that we just eliminate those as concepts. Mm-hmm. And we say that that's just an extension of the high rule from that game. Right? Like kind of what you, what, what you were saying, Mark. Um, and then, you know, with the, the few rare exceptions of, like, the Hyrule from Zelda 1 and 2 that they're, like, sort of shared, um, that, like, that's the one place where it's not, like, a one game equals one world. Yeah, I, yeah I'm into that. I like that. Yeah. Um, so on that subject, do we want to just quickly touch on the Twilight Realm, Low Rule, and the Dark World as the sort of, like, three parallel worlds that are, like, kind of up for... Like, we're we're talking about removing them right now right yeah or at least like uh smushing them back into into one into one yeah because i would immediately go ahead and say that the twilight realm is literally like i don't feel like there's much difference like low rule feels like a very different map compared to like you know the twilight realm and twilight princess yeah um so to me i don't know i don't think i think that could just be combined into one all right, so let's let's take the Twilight Realm off the map, yeah, at, as represented by this Ganondorf amiibo. So, <laughs> oh gosh, the the one thing that I did want to say about the Twilight Realm, if we were ranking it, is that I would put it near the bottom. Well, I love Midna more than most other characters in the Zelda universe. Mm-hmm. Um, every second you spend in the Twilight Realm is torture. It's so bad and slow and boring, and you're collecting these tears of whatever. Yeah. And I don't care, and it's all, the color's all washed out and brown. I don't yeah. want it. Yeah, I don't really like Wolf Link that much. I'm I- not into Wolf Link either. I think it was kind of it was, and you know, I'm not a big fan of the mechanics. Yeah, it, I like I like the story and stuff. Right. But it, it, that was my least favorite. It feels part. very much of its time, where it's like, how do we make Hyrule really gray? gray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and desaturated. It's like, oh, the Twilight Realm. Uh, but I do, I, I actually think we're doing Twilight Realm a kindness because I agree with you that on its own, it's not that strong. But I wonder if the combined strength of the Twilight Realm and the Hyrule from Twilight Princess, which is pretty cool, yeah, um, will give it a boost later on. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about the Dark Worlds from A Link to the Past. So he, here's what I'll say in defense of the Dark World from A Link to the Past is that it has a sweet sadness to it that is, you know, often celebrated in, like, uh, Majora's Mask and, like, its setting of Termina, um, where, like, you've got the flute kid who turns into a tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got, I guess, another old man who turns into a tree. Um, <laughs> and then, like, even when you first pop into it, that you see, you meet this, like, little pink blob who's just getting kicked around by this bully with horns. I don't know. There's something very, like, sad and magical about the dark world to me. Is there enough, like, is that just the people or, like, because mm. I feel like the land is still. Like a mirror image. Of, yeah. Right. Like, to me, I feel like it's weird to make the distinction between the, I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think it's weird to make the distinction between the dark world of Link to the Past, but that, uh, you know, like the uh, alternate universe or the future of Ocarina of Time. That's, oh, that's not a separate right, space. Because yeah. to me, it's basically is a dark world. You know, sure, because the landscape and everything is the same. You're really just kind of like Back to the Future. That's what Biff won. Yeah, he won Hyrule. That's right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gold Mountain has a giant (laughs) tower of Biff's face on it. Yeah, alternate 1985. (laughs) Um, 
so but do we feel the same way about low rule because low rule the map is a little different and it also has like a more fleshed out like what is the name of the princess from low rule Oh, I was hoping you were uh, going to say anything. Hilda. Hilda. There yeah. we go, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> um, she's cool. Um, the the, the link surprise. And the surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is 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 very cool. Um, and even like the the villain in that is super neat too. I, I love that game. That game is really phenomenal, man. So, yeah. So I uh, my vote is we keep low rules separately, and the reason for that is I actually think. Uh, it's a phenomenal game, and it benefits from being a modern game where the world can be a little more fleshed out. Whereas, like a link to the past, and even Ocarina of Time, it's it's like an aesthetic change. Yeah, you yeah, know. But uh, there's more to Low Rule than just like. Uh, it feels like its own world. It yeah. literally felt different to me. You know. Yeah, and it's not just like a messed up version of the main world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dark World. Represented here by the uh, Rider Link Very Amiibo, angsty. yeah, uh, has now been removed. Um, so let's just recap what we do have on the board here, so that uh, the listeners and we are all on the same page. Okay. Um, and if there are any objections or anything like that, once I get through them, uh, we will, <laughs> you know, argue about it some more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the Hyrule from Twilight Princess, the Hyrule from Zelda's One and Two, Koholint Island from Link's Awakening. Uh, the Land of the Ocean King? <laughs> World of the Ocean World King. World of the Ocean King mm-hmm. from Phantom Hourglass. Termina from Majora's Mask. New Hyrule from Spirit Tracks. The Great Sea from Wind Waker. Hyrule from the Ocarina of Time. Uh, Low Rule from Link Between Worlds. The Hyrule from Link to the Past slash Link Between Worlds. Um, Come back to that one in a second. Um, Holodrum from Oracle of Seasons. Seasons, uh, represented here by Tom Nook Amiibo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Labrina from Oracle of Ages, here represented by um, Shulk. Hytopia from uh, Triforce Heroes. Hyrule from Breath of the Wild. And uh, Skyloft slash the sky slash the surface from Skyward. Sword. Yeah. Um, and then the last one here is the uh, we're using Olimar to represent the high rule of Minish Cap slash Four Swords slash Four Swords Adventure slash also maybe the Minish Realm mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever it's called. Um, I feel like that's gonna either end up at the bottom or we just cut it right now. <laughs> I I'm not like it's my least favorite. I could say of all these overworlds. I know. I just don't have any affinity for it. Yeah, because yeah. I I like played Four Swords Adventure when it was included on like the Game, Game. Boy Advance, yeah. Link yeah. to the Past, and I played a little bit of Minish Cap. Um, but yeah, I just uh, definitely like nostalgia. It's not there for me for yeah. this game. Yeah. yeah, and I would say of all of these, it is the game that I have played the least, and that's Skyward Sword is on here, and this this is the game that I've played the least. <laughs> um, so I would I would vote to either remove it from from the list or. Just rank it at the bottom. I was going to say, I think we have to rank it at the bottom. Okay. I think so, too. Because it's still technically an overworld. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I agree with that. Um, so here we go. Our first, like, real casualty. <laughs> uh, the high wow. rule from Minish Cap at the bottom. And so it begins. And so <laughs> it begins. What, oh, are, what are other worlds here we don't too much care for that might join it at the bottom? Um. Okay. Honestly? Yeah. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Phantom Hourglass, the the land of the Ocean King. Yes, I find it underwhelming comparing it to 
like Wind Waker. I just think it's uh, you know, it it, it it's both that and even Spirit Tracks, uh, more so this one because Spirit Tracks at least are, you can like explore more. Phantom yeah. Hourglass, you're a little bit more confined to like eat to that, you know, like it, it felt not as explorative and there yeah. wasn't much to do. You're kind of you know bound to that temple that you were climbing. You had to keep going back to that temple and yeah. doing like the same uh, the, the same, same part of it over and over again. Yeah, I do like exploring it with um, Linebeck or Linbeck. Yeah, um, and and like his ship, I always thought was like kind of cool. It was like a steamboat. It seemed like I mm-hmm. did love. He's a great side character. Yeah, I want more of him. Yeah, um, bring it, bring it. But I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm a fa- Phantom Hourglass defender. Like, I I like that game a lot. I like it way more than Spirit Tracks. Sure. I, I will um, agree. I like the game more than Spirit Tracks. But I, I agree with you that I think that... So, because Phantom Hourglass is a little bit weird because it is a direct sequel to Wind Waker. So, the, like, the uh, Great Sea or whatever it's called from Wind Waker, mm-hmm. like... It's they're almost the same thing, except like at parts of it, you go to the world of the Ocean King in Phantom Hourglass, and right. so like that is not the strongest part of Phantom Hourglass. So I am fine putting it lower yeah. on our list because I think the Wind Waker stuff, like yeah. we'll we'll just talk about for Wind Waker. But you know, and and I I, I think that that's my next to go. Um, I I think it's a better game. Than Spirit Tracks, but Spirit Tracks, I felt even though it, it was like it was like a new take on an overworld, even yeah. though you were still kind of confined to these train tracks. Um, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I, 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 I totally get I agree you. with you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the uh, world of the Ocean King mm-hmm. from, from Phantom, Phantom Hourglass, Hourglass is is our next down there. Um, do we think then that Spirit Tracks, his new Hyrule, also belongs down there, or is there something else? on here that we think maybe goes in its place. Um, I'm going to be straight up here. I don't have a ton of love for the Oracle games or the worlds of the Oracle games. Those games, uh, I will say the overworld, man, those, I got so lost in those. Yeah. I was like, how do you figure this out? Like, so th- I I think the Oracle games like the overworlds are very linked to the pasty. Like mm-hmm. even if you look at the maps, like right. they're obviously very much just built in the uh, design of linked to the past map. Yeah. So uh, which one is it? Like um, uh, Labrina. Or- yeah. So like Labrina, represented by Shulk, they they kind of do this like <laughs> uh, Oracle of Ages has like a time mechanic, right? So there's like old present day Labrina and Labrina in the past. And so yeah. that reminds me very much of the, um, the uh, dark world stuff from link to the past. Obviously they were kind of like aping off of that. I don't really feel very strongly about it. One thing that I do really think is cool about um, seasons. Yeah. About holodrum from Oracle of seasons is, is that because the game is like, you know, Oracle of seasons, you see the overworld in four different time frames, right? Which There's is like crazy. the winter one. That's yeah. so cool that like all the rest of the Zelda games are like uh, two worlds. Where we just do two worlds when they even do that. And this one's like, nah, man, we do four. Right. Well, in like the map itself doesn't change that dramatically. My memory of it is that the map itself doesn't change that dramatically, but like aesthetically it's very different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other high rules is just like, here is the snowy area. Here is the desert area. Here's like the wet area. But this game is like, here's like the whole map. And then depending on which season, you know, uh, it's representing, then the, the entire map looks different. Plus it has the whole like um, sub world, like underworld that, 
where the map is different. So that kind of is its dark world equivalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I, I think I like hollow drum more than I like, um, I like Hyrule from like spirit tracks or something. Sure. I would say honestly between, I, I think Labyrinth and spirit tracks, um, are my next two. I don't know which, or I don't, I don't have a preference as to which order. And okay. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, let's, I, I think Labrina is, is our next, uh, closest to the bottom. And again, just to recap, that's the one from Oracle of ages yes. that we see in two different time periods, but not in different seasons. Um, and at this point, cause it sounds like we're probably about to loop back to, uh, spirit tracks and or holodrum. Um, I would also like to insert, um, Skyloft and the sky and the surface, from uh, Skyward Sword. Um, because, well, that game has some cool dungeons and some ambitious, if flawed, storytelling um, and neat one-to-one motion combat. I don't think like the world of it is a compelling thing to explore. Yeah. There hasn't been any, like, you know, it's so new, this world. It's like, there's not much to it. You know? that's, that's the other thing. This <laughs> it's is too new. This is pre-Hyrule. Yeah. I need a Hyrule. I need to at least know that Hyrule exists somewhere. I do. I do really like the art style of Skyward Sword. Yeah, and I like how bright and colorful the world is. I like the idea of having like this world up in the clouds. I like that you can fly. Yeah, that was cool. I um, like those big dumb birds. But yeah. it was also kind of like uh, handcuffed by being on the Wii. And I feel like if this has been like a later game, that it would have been like really beautiful. But um, I just don't feel like it ever like really got there. Yeah, yeah the Wii really the 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 Wii uh, the Wii controller plus was like s- just I th- thought was so awful. Yeah, you know, it, like the first boss when you fight uh oh, what's his name uh Garrett Garam for the first time. Yep. Y- you know it's it's there's like a quick time event and I'm like I can't get my controller to work. Yeah, and it was so frustrating. Yeah, and I guess that's the other thing that's like coloring this too is that like. Just overall, I don't like the game that much, and therefore I'm I think less of the world as a result. Yeah, which is okay, right? Yeah, yeah. right, guys. <laughs> Tell me it's gonna be okay. Are we still friends? That was the second rule <laughs> or the first rule. I can't it was remember. One of the rules. It was one, one of the <laughs> rules. Okay, so I'm putting Skyloft next. Although that's tentative because I do think we need to talk about Spirit Tracks. I also. Yep. I honestly, before that, I kind of think we missed one. What's I that? think I think Hytopia doesn't really have a oh yeah doesn't really have a uh you know it, it's a very small like town right it's, it's a like town a castle and then you go into yeah. yeah yeah it's there's like a castle or like a manor house and then it's surrounded by shops. a big yeah shops yeah. and then like a big uh wall yeah, yeah and it's just like right. this small kind of outcropping that what like I was saying was part of Hyrule will once again become part it's of like Hyrule a kingdom to the north of Hyrule <laughs> here's 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 the thing here's the thing I will say in Hytopia's defense. <laughs> <laughs> is that they are singularly focused on fashion in Hytopia in a way that no other like Zelda world is singularly focused on anything, right? That's true. Um, that like all that they're interested in is looking good, which yeah. like hey, come on, it's like a French. Hyrule. I mean, guys, <laughs> yes. the three of us, we get it. We look, yeah. we look good. <laughs> We're a couple of fashionable guys. <laughs> so, like, who do I relate with the most? Yeah. Obviously, the people of Hytopia. Obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, the point stands that there's not really an overworld. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there's a town, and that's really just an excuse to, like, link together some, pardon the pun, um, some, like, 
you know, dungeon crawly multiplayer map things. Yeah. Um, I kind of think we need, we misplaced. I, I think you need to go lower. We can do that. Like um, at, le- at least, like Phantom Hourglass, at least is, I think is better. Okay. So, do we think the Phantom Hourglass, World of the Ocean King, World of the Ocean King, is better than Labyrinth? Like, did we jump too quickly to ranking Phantom Hourglass where we did? Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, m- I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So let's move Labrina down uh, a rung here. I mean, if nothing else, we don't really have feelings about Labrina, but we have like some sort of passion about fan about Phantom Hourglass in the world of the Ocean, Ocean King. King. So, yeah. so okay. Then at this point, I would because I I do like Hytopia, but I'll let it go um, because it's not really a world. Um, I think we can put that in above Labrina and below the World of the Ocean King. I that feels good to me. Mark? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. I, I I don't want to argue too early for something like uh, <laughs> you don't want to spend that <laughs> our current capital. Yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be a long night. I will say that I think that Phantom Hourglass again is just like kind of you're just like uh, that's an ocean, and then uh, I, I really like the fashion aspect. I like the fashion aspect too. So, like, if you want to come to its defense with me, I will even happily put it above Skyloft. I am like Patrick. That's a handshake, which yes. you can't. Re- there we go. Yes. Well, you know what? I love the fashion too. I was, I'm, uh, if we agree that that's an overworld, then I agree it should go past uh, over Skyloft. Okay, guys. Do we need to just take a second aside here and say maybe Hytopia will end up our number one? I don't know. But <laughs> crazier <laughs> things have happened. <laughs> that's true. Tentatively, it is going above Skyloft. I love it. It feels okay. good. All right. Um, but now, <laughs> dudes, we need to get back to oh. um, new Hyrule in the uh, Spirit Tracks and Holodrum in um, Seasons. Because I think the rest of these, which are largely this makes sense. Hyrules and stuff that we want to, we probably want to save until a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. So what, what do we think? Uh, the order here for Spirit Tracks and uh, Holodrum. So I don't like Spirit Tracks as a game, and I don't think that New Hyrule is all that interesting. Um, part of it is just hamstrung by the fact that you are never able to, to like explore. Yeah. yeah. Right. There are like secrets, but they have to be so telegraphed because everything is on railroad tracks. Right. Yeah, and you gotta like shoot at switches with uh, cannons and stuff. I'm with you on this. Okay. I, I think, think this uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So that New goes Hyrule next. Goes after Hytopia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Holodrum from... Guys, I'm sorry to keep doing this, but actually, I like Hytopia <laughs> better than I like the new Hyrule from Spirit Track. You know I, what? I do. Like, I remember turning on that game. I was like, man, this is fun and weird and new. I agree. I think that should go... <laughs> Hytopia. <laughs> yeah, we really Hi-topia. are. Dangerously. I mean, we're addicted to fashion. What can I say? Yeah. Well, and I mean, I guess in... New Hyrule's defense, there is no other game that's going to put Link in a little train engineer's hat, yeah. a train conductor's hat. They're really fabricating their own destiny. Mm, there we go. Yeah. And actually, maybe you can in Hytopia. That's, that's a hat you could buy in Hytopia, right? If it were a real place. Um, but it is being beaten out by Holodrum. Which yeah, I feel I, good about because I really like the like season aspect yeah. of that. I do too. But then you could wear different clothes on different seasons. <laughs> but technically probably true in Holodrum as well, right? Look, People just, dress sensibly for all seasons. I just want you to be aware 
that one of the costumes in Hytopia is a Goron suit. It's a, Why are you? Where he's like wearing a making mascot this more suit. complicated than it needs to be. You know, <laughs> this is exactly as complicated as look, it needs to be. Look, is Hytopia gonna maybe just be like put into its own category and become number one of its own like subcategory? Yes, S plus possibly. Rank. Yes, <laughs> possibly. But for right now, I think all we did was talk ourselves into putting Hytopia above oh, Holodrop. I think that's what happened. That was a really close call. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to throw out something controversial because I think we just need to get to it now before it gets any higher. Sure. Is that I don't really like the Hyrule of Zelda and 1 and Zelda 2, even though they are iconic. Yes, I am totally with mm. you. It's I think it has the crutch of being the first. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, and as all, you know, the students should always surpass. If you're doing it right, a student mm-hmm. should surpass the master. And I think in this case, all of these games after it have surpassed it. Yeah. I, yes. In overworld. Um, and it's also the least, especially the first one, is like the most empty of them, right? Yeah. That like, yeah, there are enemies and whatever dungeons and stuff. Um, but like the people are largely absent. And then like they kind of insert people back in in Zelda two. Um, but you know. Man, these are people that say four words to you, and some of them are "I am error," you know. Um, so, like, the world there isn't super compelling. I do, I do like the um, idea of like the dungeons of Zelda Two and going into towns in Zelda Two is a f- interesting idea. But like, oh, and it does have that big graveyard and that like spider that you have to scare away by playing the flute. But like the, des- I, I guess like the thing that I don't like about the Hyrule of the original Zelda is that. For as groundbreaking as it was, and for a lot of people, like the memory of you know trying to burn every bush to see if there's a seeker behind it was yeah. so like, um, like formative for them. I I don't think it's very much fun to revisit now because like the idea of as an adult going to every wall and trying to like blow it up with a bomb, yeah, just yeah. sounds tedious. And so I I feel like other Zeldas, like you were saying, Matt, have just just done such a better job of like, yeah, uh balancing the exploration with discoverability i agree and now we're on i'm not even joking like while we're on it like do we like Itopia more than zelda one and two i mean personally so so we're putting hold on hold on hold on let's lock in that the hyrule is like the next one that's like going on this list i think so at this point and now we challenge it with (laughs) Itopia. the Itopia test yeah it is a Itopia test um Um, Look now that you're thinking about it, it's like really flavorful, and all the people are, have very distinct personalities that match their clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like I remember all of this. Like I don't know, it's very memorable. And the original Legend of Zelda, you can't change your tunic color, right? No, you do get another tunic. Oh, right, and that's that's how you. Oh, right, like that's the, how you the, get like, like the brown f- version. Yeah. Right, yeah. that's right, that's right. But I mean, those are your fashion options: green and brown. I think Hytopia I think Hytopia beats the Hyrule from Zelda's one and two. I feel really good about that. That feels right. <laughs> guys, yeah, Hytopia has really worked its way up. It's gonna be right, you, you fought for it and then you got us on your side, and now I'm, I feel very strongly about Hytopia. Oh my gosh. Also, we discovered that we're all we're all gonna actually play the game together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I might be riding that high right now. Okay, so that means that we are left with eight uh 
like sort of legendary class yeah. overworlds. And I think we should just review them at this point. Um, so left on the board are Termina from Majora's Mask, Hyrule from Twilight Princess, the uh, ocean, what is it called from Wind Waker? The, the Great Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, Hyrule from Ocarina of Time, Low Rule from Link Between Worlds, Hyrule from uh, Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds gets the same world. Um, the Hyrule from Breath of the Wild and Koholint Island from Link's Awakening. So I think next up here is probably Low Rule. That was going to be my go-to as well. If we're, you know, what's what's tough about it? Yeah. Because um, do we have Links Between Worlds on here? It's b- grouped in with uh, a Link to the Past. Oh. Oh, I see. Saying like that the Hyrule part of it is the same. Yeah. Is the thinking. Interesting. I would, I actually think that I like Laurel more than Mm. the Link Between Worlds, but I like Link Between, Link to the Past. I got it. And the Dark World (laughs) together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. Do we almost need to like separate those two Hyrules if we are going to be grouping in the Dark World? of Link to the Past with Link to the Past. So, yeah, we could... So, if we wanted to, we could at this point say that the um, Smash Link Amiibo, which is currently representing uh, Link to the Past, the Hyrule from Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds, we can make him represent both worlds from Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. And uh, the... Yes, the Marina, Marina. Um, who's currently representing Low Rule, can be changed to represent both worlds from Link Between Worlds. And really leaning on the Low Rule part of it heavily. Right. Yeah. Uh, that feels good. I think that makes sense to me. Yeah, yes. Yeah, because... Yeah. yeah. That's what we'll do. Um, we're not going to change <laughs> anything written on them. We'll just leave them as is. So w- does that mean that we... What does that mean? What does that mean? We, where do we put these things? Well, if it was going to be, because here was my predicament, is that is if if I thought they were separate at first, um, where that link between worlds Hyrule was its own, I was going to put that next, um, and Laurel would would keep going either after that or, but together I think they're stronger. Is there anything on here that you think they beat out? Uh, for so I, again, I guess I I would say the link to the past. Hyrule, which again I have, I love that game, so I have a lot of nostalgia for. Yeah, but as I think it was probably done better in mm, a link between what, worlds. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And it's hard for me to justify putting it above a lot of the remaining ones, except maybe Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Is it we I'm going to propose something and we don't have to we don't have to do this we can uh go with the order that you're suggesting is there any world where we want those two to tie Oh, oh it's unprecedented yes wow. <laughs> that link to the past uh Hyrule and Dark Hytopia. World with no. all tie. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Look, Hytopia Hi- Hi- will then get to challenge these two and maybe move up a rank. Um, and then uh, Link to the Past, Low Rule, and High Rule, um, would those, those be on the same level? Interesting. It may even also be fitting as we're having a hard time separating them. Yeah, because anyway. they are very similar. Yeah. They're basically the same mirror- mirrors of each other. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that makes a lot of sense. A tie, an unprecedented uh, tie. Uh, wow. Okay. Marina. And Smash Link. 
Now, I do think that this is where Hytopia stops its uh, meteoric rise. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I feel like it, it gets blocked by, by those two. Yeah. All right, we are in the oh, final. Wait, okay, actually thinking about this, it, I mean, n- no, not, no, not no, a Hytopia, not Hytopia, <laughs> right, right. not a Hytopia champion. Right. But I'm, uh, I think Hytopia is elegantly pr- placed right now, fitting for its fashion. She's yes. looking great. Yeah. Hytopia's looking great. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I think I would, I, I don't know that we actually need to put these two as at a tie. Like, personally, okay. like, I. Uh, that you think that link, link between worlds is. I think a it's a stronger world. overworld overall mm. because of the strength of lower rule for me personally. Yeah, I guess that makes sense too. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'm not being fair and collapsing them together. Uh I I'm for that. I like I think low rule is just like I mean even when we started this thing, we even mentioned how the low rule was how we like the differences in low rule and like, yeah. it, it didn't just feel like a skin on top, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, that it and, has like extra personality. Yeah. I would agree with that. But now that we're talking about it, going back to your original point about Dark World, yes, right, and how it does have a certain like sadness to it, yeah. But also, by we're, the way, we're all standing. <laughs> we we're are all standing, standing up now. <laughs> um, it has a certain sadness to it that I don't think is matched by Low Rule, where I think Low Rule or Dark World is a little more melancholy, whereas Low Rule is mm-hmm. a little more like mysterious and dangerous. Well, and like it, it does. Low Rule does have a sadness, but it's like an epic scale sadness. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and maybe it is because of the twist at the end of, uh, mm-hmm. like, the low rule saga that it doesn't feel so sad, right? Because you know that there were, like, machinations behind yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. was happening there. Um, that, right, like, all the things, all the stuff that's happening to the people in the Dark World version of Hyrule in A Link to the Past, it's out of their control, right? This right, is all yeah. stuff that, like... Which I mean, obviously, is true for the inhabitants of Low Rule, but it just there's to me there's the distinction between like Ganon being and Ganondorf being this like big bad. Yeah, and I guess if if nothing else, like Low Rule sets itself apart by being different in that way. Um, that it, the Dark World is dark because Ganon got his hands on the Triforce and you know messed everything up. Um, whereas like Low Rule is uh you know the result of all of these different forces at play for like it's just more interesting. Yeah, I totally agree. This makes sense to me. Okay. I'm happy with that choice. Mark, thank you for for pulling us out of that tie <laughs> even though it was going to be an unprecedented thing that we've never done before. <laughs> it was unprecedented for a very short amount of time. Okay, very good. <laughs> um okay, now that leaves us with uh a pretty strong Yeah, this is a tough final one. 6. Um, which go Termina, Hyrule from Twilight Princess, the, the Great, Great, sea Great Sea from uh, Wind Waker, Hyrule from Ocarina of Time, Hyrule from Breath of the Wild, and Koholint Island from Link's Awakening. I think Ocarina of Time is probably next here. I think so too because Twilight Princess is just a better version of it. Yeah, I, th- I th- yeah, I think so too. That makes sense to me. Uh, I'm actually very comfortable with that because yeah. all the other choices, I am having a hard time with. I have, you know what? I think I, I'm at a point. I know where I would put like my top two. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to. <laughs> no, no, no wanna, let's hold that. Let's hold. Let's yeah, hold, I don't let's, want shots fired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this is right. I think uh, so. Ocarina of Time, and then immediately after it, Twilight Princess. Well, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, but I think for me, one of the reasons that Ocarina of Time ranks where it ranks is it. it uh, was such a game changer for what Hyrule could be and like the sense of exploration, like the difference that you really like felt yeah. in the um 
like different areas and you were going like underwater and like yeah. all of this cool stuff that you never did before. Right. Well, and like the first time you walk out on a, on a Hyrule field. Oh, it was, I remember as a kid, it was like, oh, like overwhelming in a good way. It was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Like that's like, the title screen, right? Is yeah. just like galloping through Hyrule field. But the dark, like the, oh, I don't even know what you would call it. The like, future. Yeah. Like the future version of it. I don't like spending time in at all. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's uh, spooky. It is spooky. Spooky yeah. ooky. <laughs> um, also, uh, just like the original Zelda and Zelda Two, um, it is it, it so like there. It is to its benefit that it is the first, but also to its detriment because it is a small high rule, right? Like you can ride Epona across that high that field, which felt enormous in like forty five seconds. But that's honestly that's such a blessing though because it's, <laughs> it's not like traversal in that game now is all that much fun yeah. yeah so like the fact that you can get around pretty quickly is uh is huge i honestly yeah. i don't know man i i think i like ocarina time title more than breath or uh than uh uh twilight, twilight princess. princess i i i'm kind of into i was kind of into the the future that was really spooky and dark um i didn't like I, I the dark world stuff i wasn't really a big fan of or not um Sorry, Twilight, the Twilight Worlds. Yeah, so let's it, talk about this because um, both of these really good versions of Hyrule have like kind of darker reflected versions. Yeah, one being the future and the other being the Twilight Realm. And if we have to weigh those against each other, which is more compelling, the future of Ocarina of Time or the Twilight Realm from Twilight Princess? Also, keep in mind, Twilight Princess has a house that's broken down that Yetis live in. And he's your friend. He makes soup for you. That's that's true. But but there's a giant Goron that builds you a yeah. super sweet longsword. Oh, uh, also, Twilight Princess has like that western like ghost town where oh, it turns I into like a shooting that. range, which is also yeah. very cool. I forgot cool. about that. Like I uh, I feel like it the the Hyrule. I I don't like the Twilight Realm. So like if we're yeah. comparing the Twilight Realm between like the dark future of Ocarina of Time, yeah, that I would choose the dark yeah. future. Even but I just uh, I think it's so the Twilight the Hyrule of Twilight Princess is so varied and that, yeah and in like beautiful like it really is like beautiful like you we're talking about in Ocarina of Time going out on Hyrule Field like Hyrule Field in uh, Twilight Princess is beautiful and there's like the Hyrule Bridge yeah and I, I don't know I really 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 like the Hyrule of Twilight Princess as much as I hate the Twilight Realm of Twilight Princess I see that's tough man I think for me when I think of Hyrule I I don't know if this is nostalgia at play or, or what it is but I, I think of the Ocarina of Time Hyrule and specifically the Death Mountain uh, mm. with the ring around it the yeah. smoke ring like that to me is like iconic yeah, what's the Death Mountain of Twilight Princess like? I mean, I guess it's just, it's, just a mountain. It's, it's similar, and that that's a that's a hike up that mountain that's not fun actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to wrestle a lot of Gorons, right? Like sumo wrestling. Yeah. Okay. And they're wearing like nipple tassels. That that's also the world that has those weird face chickens. I'm back and forth on this, man. I don't. I I love Twilight Princess. I love the world. There's a lot about it that icks me. You know, I okay. Do we, if we can't come to a consensus, do we punt on this one for now and return to it later? So we think that these two are probably next. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I feel let, strong about that. Let us, uh, we will put them in a temporary <laughs> tie for now. Mark, calm down. <laughs> a temporary tie for, for now. Oh, no, there's we... steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> well, well, we address what comes next. Just to reiterate, we have uh, the Great Sea from Wind Waker, Termina from Majora's Mask, Hyrule from Breath of the Wild, and Koholand Island from Link's Awakening. What is next on this list? Man, uh, this overworld including all of the, the characters and items, are we is that like everything? It might have to be. Yeah. I hadn't been thinking about that specifically, but as we get to these like final four, yeah. I don't know how else to really like break the tie. Because here's what I love. Yeah. I love about Coland. Well, I think I think right the next one for me. Next ones for me are between Termina and Coalent. I think. So I really like Coalent Island. I'm very excited that we're going back to it. I think for me, the next one is Termina, which I love. Um, but it's also <laughs> a place which bums me out. I agree. So I, I th- so that was yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. It's sad to be there for sure. It is it is sad to be there in the same three days before they're wiped yeah. off the map. I mean the the four areas you go to is like the coping with death basically. Yes. It's like, you know, grief, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, acceptance and right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like everything every time that you affect change it just gets wiped out. Yeah, yeah, I mean that, that's literally the reason that I have to stop playing it every time I start doing it is that like I do something good, get the item, and then have to reset time, and then I'm like, oh, it's still snowy up there at Goron Peak. Like, it's too sad for me. It's very sad. So that's I I would put Termina next, even though it is maybe one of the most like completely realized worlds. Yeah. Um, and like has such a clear artistic vision that it is not a place I want to spend a whole. It's lot a bummer of time. to be in. Yeah. I feel good about that. The, uh, so the Great Sea. Yeah. The thing I like about that the most really is the um, like the characters in that game. The characters in Twilight Princess, like the NPCs and all that kind of stuff. Wait, Twilight Princess or Wind Waker? Oh, excuse me. Wind Waker. I don't know that I love traversal in that world. Traversal is a knock against the Great, the great Sea, for sure. But at, at the same time... I did like the random one because it. I, I don't know. Actually, I, this might be a bad thing against it uh, because you're right. Like traversing through it was very difficult, um, especially was, in like, the GameCube version. Yeah, right. It's yeah. very. Yeah. It's very slow. Yeah, and it's only marginally better in the um, the Wii U version. And I just what I did like is in in those where like, I'm just gonna go to this island and like something would happen in between. And that, I got so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Like when you know, like the first time I saw the ghost ship, I was like what is this thing? And it yeah. felt like there's a lot of mystery to it. I enjoyed that aspect of it. It felt like it was doing the sort of like emergent gameplay experience, like encounters that like we actually do get later in like Breath of the Wild, right? Where just yeah. like stuff is happening in the world and like you happen upon it. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's a little bit more prescribed than that, but it sure feels random. And this game has the moment where, you are taken down like to the bottom of the sea and you can see the Hyrule that's down there that's been flooded by Which is really cool. Which makes your mind think like for the rest of the game as you're sailing around where you're like, I wonder what I'm over right now. Yeah. Um, Which is so cool that I think for me has it edge out Termina. But I don't know how how you're feeling about that. I feel, I think, for me it edges out Termina too. Um, I, I like pirates and sailing. Yeah. 
I got I, when I played it, I got into One Piece when I first started playing it. There I was go. really into pirates and sailing. I think no, I think you guys are totally right. I also think a knock against Termina is, uh, I mean, we're so fashion forward. That's that, right. Uh, <laughs> even with the 3DS remake, Termina is kind of ugly. It like, is pretty because ugly. it's such a doomed. Mm-hmm. It's a doomed world. Yeah. Like it's uh, aesthetically feels suffocating a little bit. Okay. All right, so should we put Termina next and then the Great Sea, or so let's let's put uh, Termina next? I, th- I feel good about and that. And then we need to maybe discuss uh, the these last three together. <laughs> okay, but first, but first we need to. Uh, no, no, no. I just oh. want to like after we had talked about Termina some more. Like, uh, I want to put the Hyrule of Twilight Princess above Termina. I honestly, I feel that way too because I I like being in. Those high rules. I don't like being in Termina. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so w- are we taking both Ocarina and Twilight Princess and moving them up as a unit? I, I, think, I think so, so. because like okay. the biggest thing for me, too, is that I, I don't think... You can't really leisurely explore Termina because there's a right, clock. Right. So it's it's like, so stressful. It's, it's always so stressful. stressful. All right, so Termina is now going above uh, the high rule and low rule of Link Between Worlds uh, and Hyrule from... Twilight Princess and Breath of the Wild have now moved up. No, no, Twilight Princess oh, and yeah, Ocarina right. of Time. Ocarina of Time. We have not... We, I mean, elephant in the room here. I think Breath of the Wild may run away with this thing. I think. I mean, I was... I was, I was I'm, I, I think so. I mean, we're, I we're getting good. there. We're, we're getting, getting there. to it now, right? Yeah. It's, it's a hard to argue against it because all of the things I like about... It, it basically takes all the good things from all the high rules. And puts them in a single yeah. world. Yeah. Like it has sometimes literally. Right. Yeah. Totally. It has like amazing NPCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great clothing. Great clothing. Yeah. yeah. Lots Sorry, of Hytopia. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's beautiful. Like it's aesthetically beautiful. It it really is hard to argue against Breath of the Wild's Hyrule. Um But we'll do it anyways. But okay, we <laughs> we we will find a way. Do we want to lock in Ocarina of Time versus Twilight Princess now before we... I think we should. Uh, finalize the final three. Okay. Um, I think I think we got to put Twilight Princess above Ocarina of Time. I think is where I'm coming in. I mean, that. Matt really might have talked me back on oh, this. Like, I, <laughs> I might... Like, I can kind of see why Ocarina of Time is better. And maybe it really is just for the, like, iconic status mm. of Ocarina of Time, whereas Twilight Princess, a super well-selling game, uh, has Link, Link's crossbow training as well. Of course. Of course um, yes. But, you know, we've talked time and time again about uh, what this, what game A did, game B did better, and I think that is true, especially for Twilight Princess, where uh, it had not, it was cutting its teeth on something that would really be elaborated on in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas Ocarina of Time it was like was the standard for it. so yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still really leaning towards Ocarina. Being above? I think so. All right. Let's do that. But you really, do you feel about? I mean, I do. I There, there are a lot of features of the Twilight Princess Hyrule that are um, probably more ambitious than like the game is given credit for. Um you know, it, like, they did the remaster of it on Wii U, and it was sort of released 
like it felt quiet. It felt like not everyone was like plugged into it and like super excited about this game. Yeah. And while everyone played it on Wii and GameCube, I don't know. I, I feel like the game is just a little bit underrepresented in the like canon of great Zelda games. And maybe that's deserved in some ways. Um, but I mean, hey, if it's in our uh, if it's in our top five, like I'm 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 okay with that. I'm okay with putting it under uh, the high rule from Ocarina okay. of Time. Maybe this really is the best one to just do a tie on. What's that? Wind Waker uh, no, versus Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess because <sighs> they are also elaborating on like the same world, basically. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I would love for there to be a tie in here. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun to me. <laughs> I mean, it would be this uh, unprecedented for real instead of the temporary unprecedented. That We're doing was it. We're yes. doing it. Tied for uh, thir- fourth place, Ocarina of Time Heck and yeah. Twilight Princess Hyrule. I feel good about that. I feel really good about that. Me too. Um, but that does bring us to the Great Sea versus Koholand Island. I... Oh, go for it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I feel gonna... really... I really like Colent as mm-hmm. an overworld. I think the characters are bringing in people from different games. Yeah. Like, it's so funny and unique and quirky. And, like, I love Wind Waker, too. <laughs> but I... Colent uh, is charming in that it is... Uh, a lot about music, right? Yeah. Like you're collecting musical instruments mm-hmm. to w- wake a fish that will, you know, bad things will happen when that fish wakes up. But like, I don't know. There's it, that is a that's a singular thing in the same way that like Hytopia is, right? Um, that like they're about fashion and Koholint's maybe more about music. Also, the new like aesthetic for it in the remake uh, looks just like. N- nothing in Zelda is ever going to be cuter than this little like toy Link. I I think it's fitting that these games are kind of going up or these overworlds are going up against each other because I think what they both do very very well is they are both very joyful. Yeah. yeah. Like just the aesthetic of the games and like being in that world is just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to be in to pl- be playing Wind Waker. And it's a lot of fun to be playing Link's Awakening and discovering all the things there. The one knock I would say against Link's Awakening, and it's really just uh, because of its origin, is it's a very small world. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, It is small. And another thing in um, the Great Sea's favor is that it is fun to uh, throw fish food out for the little fish that will draw your maps and then have them like come up. And uh, go like shmee, and then draw a map for you. <laughs> also, one game has tingle, and the other one does not. Oh, we haven't really great that. point. <laughs> we haven't really it. put the okay. tingle factor. I'm in on that. All right, okay. So, and that, and that Elvis guy who goes hoy, hoy, yeah, yeah. Pow! <laughs> okay, it was great. Also, uh, you know, uh, a while back we did an episode where we were discussing the best NPCs in Zelda. Uh, Omar was on that episode. Oh, nice. Um, and a lot of candidates for that title came from Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it does have like the quirk that we all praise Link's Awakening for. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, all right, so I think I think I think we understand each other. Koholan Island is our number three. Yeah, which makes our number two, the Great Sea, from Wind Waker, and then uh, you know 
Breath of the Wild Hyrule comes in triumphantly and like without challenger at number one. I mean, uh, Mark, I said this to you off mic uh, when we came up with this idea um, that Breath of the the best part about Breath of the Wild is its open world, and Breath of the Wild is like arguably one of the best games ever made. So like, how can its world be challenged by like anything? Yeah, I mean the. The joy of that game is exploration. Yeah. And once you've found, like, you've discovered every part of the map, there was, like, a sense of... I, I still really enjoyed the game, but you were more just, like, playing it out. Like, uh, climbing a tower, opening it up, seeing, especially when you get off the Great Plateau, like, understanding how big and massive that world is. Yeah. And then with, like, the DLC, seeing the hero's journey, I think they called it, where you could see where you had gone and... That all the areas, even though I'd put a hundred hours into it, that I had not even yeah. looked right? at yet, yeah, was incredible. Well, I agree, and it's like you like all these things from these other games. Like, I mean, I, you know what I mean. Like, it takes everything and puts it on a grander scale. Like, you know, oh, we like Death Mountain in you know in uh, Ocarina of Time and and uh, Twilight Princess. You could climb it, you know, it's yeah, like, and yes. a, rock, yes. a, a, a magma golem. And I'm like, oh, well, I love it. Well, and like, you know, it, you want Lon Lon Ranch, the ruins of it are in here somewhere, mm-hmm. right? You want um, the like Outpost Island is basically in there. Uh, the the pictures were showing up recently where like you can see all those same, like they take all of the like cool little pieces from all these games and put them into the Hyrule of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, Quick aside, my buddy Andrew Blevins, who uh, is a completionist when it comes to, to games, uh, sent me a text about a month ago, um, which is a screenshot of his of like the loading screen from Breath of the Wild, uh, and he was up to 899 Korok seeds and was like, I'm going to find this last one. Sent me a text maybe like two days later. It showed 900. He had completed it. Great. Very impressive, right? Good work, Andrew. Four weeks later... I get a new text from him. It's a screenshot. And now the screen is red because he's playing in master mode, which means he started over in master mode, 120 shrines, 900 Korok seeds. So like this game and the world of it is compelling enough to drive him to explore it to completion twice in the course of a month, which is insane. Of course, he's an insane man, but I think it speaks to the quality of the world. I that's incredible. I, I applaud you, sir. <laughs> wow. He's got 340 hours in this game. Wow. That doesn't even seem that long. <laughs> that's crazy. I could spend more time there. Now we have to know. Does Hytopia belong where it is or should we move it up? All right, let's do a quick scan. Hyto- <laughs> yeah, Breath of the Wild, congratulations. Whatever. <laughs> Hytopia, I think, is almost in the perfect middle here. We have um, Hyrule from Zelda 1 and 2 below, directly below it, and Hyrule from A Link to the Past, and uh, and including Dark World, directly above it. Which I, th- I think is right. All right. Yeah. Did, we, did we do it? Are we happy with this list? I, I will recap it if we are. I think so. I, I feel good I'm ready it. to stamp this definitive. Okay. So... Uh, at the bottom, I don't have numbers here. Um, the Hyrule from Minish Cap, etc. <laughs> um, Labrina from Oracle of Ages. Ages. 
Um, new Hyrule from the Phantom. Nope, I'm uh, wrong. The Great Sea or uh, King's uh, Ocean of the Ocean King. King Ocean Sea. The World of the Ocean King. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> from Phantom Hourglass, Skyloft slash the Sky slash the Surface from Skyward Sword. New Hyrule from Spirit Tracks. Um, Holodrum from Oracle of Seasons. The Hyrule from Zelda and Zelda Two. Hytopia, Long May It Rain from Triforce Ooh. Heroes. Um, Hyrule from oh Hyrule in the Dark World from Link to the Past. Um, Hyrule and Low Rule from Breath of the Wild. No, nope, from Link, Link Between, Between Worlds. Worlds. I see a W in my mind is like <laughs> you know which one that is. Um, and and a B. I stand by my mistake. Uh, then Termina from Majora's Mask, and then a tie for fourth place. Um, the Hyrules from Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess. Koholint Island from Link's Awakening at number three. The Great Sea from Wind Waker at number two. And coming in at number one, Hyrule from The Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. Gentlemen, I think we did it. I think so, too. too. Uh, This is great. I want to go back and play all these games now, especially Triforce Heroes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Matt, thank you so much for doing this with us. Dude, thank you guys for having me. I'm glad we have this definitive list, and uh, I can't wait we can to, get, to get this new game. <laughs> like, like I got really excited from this. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug, sir? Yeah, um, guys, make sure to check out our podcast, the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, where we put people against each other, characters from all across the board, manga, TV, movies, commercials, uh, and we talk about what makes them great. And we have a, it's like bracket style. And Mark came on last week. So, yeah, come listen to that episode and see who won. It was a pretty good it discussion. Was, it was, yeah, it really was. Yeah. And uh, then check out our other, our video game podcast, uh, Hit Points, all on the Zeitheist Network. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I hate, I'm so bad at plugging myself. <laughs> no, it's, it's, look, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to plug ourselves. Um, Mark, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just uh, the three <laughs> of us and our great sense of fashion. That's it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to us playing Triforce Heroes together. Dude, honestly. It's going to be great. I got really excited when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Matt. Thank you. All right. How do we do? I mean, I've got to say the real winner here is Hytopia. Oh, yeah. Hytopia and Triforce Heroes and us for like having the courage to stand up for it, I think. <laughs> I mean, look. This, word, this show... Is synonymous. The C mm. in NCS it's famously stands for cartridge, but also courage. Clothing. Oh. All right. Well, if you think if you think we messed anything up here, you should uh, you know let us know um, by emailing us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Uh, but I don't think we did. I think we did a great job. I mean, it's definitive. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. <laughs> Remember to please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. You could share it on Facebook or Twitter or any place where you are fashionably wearing uh, complete Goron mascot suits. Which could be anywhere, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. Um, we also have a Facebook page, which is just uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. From my co host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying thank you for listening.
Hello. 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 Check out our new podcast, Barely, Barely Composed. Composed, with us. Feminine Trio. Each week, we write a brand new comedic song with one of our funny friends. Listen and subscribe to Barely Composed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Campfire.